Welcome back to Ballistic Chronicles. This is Gary Lewis. I'm your host. This is where we talk about rifles and ammunition, and we talk about hunting big game in the West. And today with me, my friend Joe Kiblinger. Joe is a longtime hunter, grew up in Washington. He was in his first deer camp when he was four months old. And now what we're going to talk about today is his mobile deer camp where he has built with a buddy built a trailer and that's his mobile camp and he's using it next on a spring bear hunt on the Oregon coast he used it last hunting elk in the blue mountains so joe thanks for coming back on the show thank you gary so tell us about this trailer you've given me a tour of it i have yeah so it's a cargo trailer actually a 14 by 7 and We've done wall tents, we've done nylon tents, we've done, I've had big toy haulers, and we have a Polaris Ranger that we use for hunting, so we're trying to figure out how to have something be a little more useful. When I had a toy hauler, we're not big campers in the summer, Mm -hmm. we're hikers in that, but so I had this big toy hauler that I was using twice a year, once for an elk hunt and once for a bear hunt, and that seems a little bit excessive, and so we went over to the cargo trailer. Okay, did you buy a new cargo trailer or a used one? I bought a used one, Mm -hmm. so it had cabinets already in the front. Okay. Which is nice. Yep. And then what we ended up doing is putting bunks in the back. Mm-hmm. So we just used that tracking that they, the e-track that you can get at any RV dealership. Yep. And we put two bunks and then one on the floor so we can put three guys across the back of the trailer. Three guys across the back of the trailer in bunks. Yep. Mm-hmm. One on the floor and then two bunks. And then if we have a fourth, we just put a cot along one of the empty walls and mm-hmm. we can actually put four in there fairly comfortably. And then what else did you build into the trailer? So we've built a bunch of tables, drop-down tables and seats and things just to make it a comfortable area. We have a TV mounted up on the wall with a DVD player. So if we can't find deer, we can watch videos and remember what they look like. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we use a Mr. Buddy heater um, running off of a seven-gallon propane tank, and that'll run a whole week for us to keep us warm. LED lighting, batteries uh, in the front, so it's wired. It's completely wired up with lighting and batteries and that. So LED lighting and then um, a Mr. Buddy heater. What about ventilation? So just vents in the roof Mm -hmm. that we use. Okay. Um, Sometimes struggle with sweating still a little bit with that propane heater. I've actually considered thinking about changing the heater system in that to put a permanent one in that vents outside. Oh, okay. And it won't sweat as much. But the buddy works great. I mean, realistically, unless it's super, super cold out in a trailer like that with three or four guys in it, you use the heater to get you into bed and then you turn it off and the trailer stays fine for the evening. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the drop down tables from the wall, where did you get those? I just built a melamine with hinges and just mounted them right into the walls. The beauty mm-hmm. of a cargo trailer is it has plywood walls, so you can screw anything into those walls. Mm-hmm. And so we keep we have a microwave actually in it that we set on one of those tables, and we run a, a Honda generator on that. We put our little two-burner Coleman stove in there. We have our big stove outside, but inside then we have the ability to warm water in the morning, so you don't even have to go outside before you get to have your coffee or warm up the trailer a little mm-hmm. bit. No windows. It does. It has two windows. Two windows. That's important, actually. Mm-hmm. They're easy to be put in. You don't have to buy it with windows, actually. At RV, they're not okay. too expensive to have okay. them put in. But mm-hmm. this one has two windows, and that's huge for adding some light. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like the trailer is too big for some of the things you want to do? No, I think it's perfect, actually. Mm-hmm. I had mm-hmm. had an 18-footer before. It was too long. 
Yeah. And not tall enough. Um, and then when I found this 14 footer, it actually had the extra height also. So it makes it, it does. easier to get that Ranger in and yeah. out. Yeah. Cause those Rangers are right at that 70 inch mark, which is on a standard cargo trailer, exactly what the door is. So we would let air out of the tires or have my mm. biggest friend that I have sit on the front bumper so we could squeak it underneath that, uh, that railing before it got into the trailer. So we went the extra height, but no, that 14 footer, we get that in and out of anywhere. And it's a cargo trailer. So if you run a branch down the side of it, it's not as sensitive as if you were pulling your wife's prowler out into the woods. Yeah, that's right. What, what about, um, carry a first aid kit? Always. Okay. First aid kit. And then what about, um, meat processing? You have all that stuff in cabinets inside? We do. Yeah. That's the beauty of a trailer of, of any type of course is, is that everything is in there. Gun cleaning and things for processing meat, towels, dishes is just in there all the time. That's the beauty of packing that. Mm-hmm. And then we also carry a, um, small chest freezer that we use wow. and that stays in the trailer until we hit camp. And then we pop it out and hook it up to the generator and we use that. And when we get an animal, mm-hmm. to be able to freeze it quick. How big is the generator? Uh, 2200. Okay. So that'll run the freezer just fine. Then. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Runs everything. And really it helps also just to juice up the batteries also um, each night. We run oh, yeah. it for maybe an hour or so. Mm-hmm. Runs the microwave, which is the main reason that we get yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think you want a microwave till you have a microwave, and then you realize how much you appreciate that silly little $40 microwave. What kind of meals are you fixing then in bear camp? Well, I have a wonderful wife that makes sure that we are completely hooked oh, up when yeah. we go. Mm-hmm. And then I... Uh, learned a special trick that if you take your children or your nephews or someone else with it takes it times two for my wife. And she all of a sudden has this motherly ownership of camp and makes, uh, you know, chili and cornbread or all kinds of meals. We we walk into there with, with quite a bit. And then if it's a quick, quick trip, like me and my buddy on a over, you know, weekend bear hunt or something, we might just pick up a bunch of the microwavable meals, you know, the Mm -hmm. decent ones that you get like uh, Costco and that with Mm -hmm. pastas and that we can throw in there. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, it's a fantastic idea and it could be sized up or it could be sized down depending on, you know, the rig that you want to haul with or, or, um, the places, the roads that you're, that you're going to go in and out of. Right. Yeah. You can step up your tire package. You can, we've seen guys that do the spring over on them and get extra height. Another probably four to six inches of height out of mm-hmm. it. If you're taking it into places like that, a lot of guys going out, you know, some of the nasty Eastern areas of chucker hunting that where, you know, that rocky nastiness and they have a little more, a little more height to it. Yeah. The place where I've been hunting deer off and on for 20 years, I went back there this season and the roads have always just been terrible, just awful. And now after going back in there they've fixed up a lot of those roads and i could get that trailer in there there you you know with the right truck you're welcome to it anytime yeah the beauty of the cargo trailer also is how much you use it for other things i mean obviously it has moved many of my friends and we've used it for storage and Mm -hmm. it has a lot more multi-use than a camp trailer or or a toy hauler yeah if I had it, I'd probably put a wrap on it so it would look like trees. That's not I could park bad, it out yeah. here on my place and <laughs> nobody would see it. <laughs> Doubles as a blind also. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is it legal in Oregon? I don't know. You can't shoot for the truck and you shoot for your trailer? I would think so. But. <laughs> you pop a t- top. There you go. Yeah, come through the top. There you go. Duck hunting, see? Look at mm-hmm. all the functions you can have for your trailer. <laughs> okay, well, what about um, if somebody else is thinking about kitting out a cargo trailer because this is something i've thought about off and on over the years and i've seen other people do it in in various ways i've seen them 
do it with utility trailers where they're not sleeping in the trailer, but they're actually using it to haul the, you know, their whole camp. Yes, absolutely. But any other thoughts on this? Well, awning is probably one of the biggest ones, mm-hmm. deciding what you want to do. We were going to put a, an actual RV awning on it, and we ended up going with two 10 by 10 pop-ups. Mm-hmm. Um, the big heavy-duty ones that have the sides because we're hunting in it. We're not summer camping. So the awning is pretty legit to keep snow and everything out. And that's our cook area, obviously. So we have tables out there and all of our coolers and that. So we'll put up two 10 by 10s and then just put the sides on if needed to keep snow and rain and wind and that out. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a little more effective than an awning, just having that cover over the top, unless you were able to frame it in or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. And then the propane tank mounted on the front, batteries mounted on the front. You can do a lot of things that just makes it ready to go right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then now we're looking at high gas prices. You, is that going to change anything you're doing this year? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing changes my hunting plans. That's ever. right. Well, man. my wife, maybe. That's even just a maybe. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll sell a rifle or something to help pay for some gas. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Upgrade your truck to, you know, I would say a diesel, but I saw gas prices on diesel today at five bucks. So that's yeah. not any better to get that extra gas mileage. Right? Yeah. Unless it's a more efficient motor. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's something we're all thinking about at the moment, but you know, maybe you add another person to the party and split the gas an extra way that's a great idea it seems like i'm closer you could do that you know you wouldn't maybe not hunt but yeah you could see the argument to hunt closer instead of driving eight hours to uh, northeast oregon you keep Mm -hmm. it a little bit closer Mm -hmm. yeah i think i'm still gonna be driving a long ways i agree yeah (laughs) me too well it's a cool idea and i i think um it's something that a person could explore and create their own trailer solution and and have a more comfortable camp you know i just think of you know bringing my camp chef dutch oven that's got some weight to it you know yeah. but if i had a trailer i got a spot for it you know and then it's out under the awning in the cook area and then we can have that beach cobbler when we're there you go you know on day three or whatever there's something about being off the ground and having shelter when you're out in the woods that's for sure there is a there is a convenience there yeah, I, you know, a few years ago, I said I wasn't sleeping on the ground anymore, but I keep sleeping on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Off and on, man. I, I really like this idea, and yeah. um, I think it's got a lot of possibilities. Um, you can create your own thing. That's the fun part about it. What do you mm-hmm. want inside? You want a three bunks? Do you want a queen bed? You can totally, you know, you put an yeah. air mattress on it. Right. We've done that with my wife when we just camp. We just take the two bunks, put them down at the same level, and throw a blow-up queen mattress on there. Mm-hmm. And, we had a lot of wind in deer camp last fall. I mean, the wind was blowing so hard that we had to go grab the tent a couple of times because it was bending over and the stakes were popping out. Wow. And and with a trailer like that, it's got to blow pretty hard to blow the trailer over. Yep. And we secure the heck out of those 10 by 10 <laughs> pop-ups too. So yeah. they're, they're strapped to the trailer itself. <laughs> okay. Well, that's cool, and I hope you're hauling a big old bear in the back uh, when you come out of the woods this spring. Me too, Gary. Thank you. <laughs> hey, guys. Thanks for listening. If you like what we're doing here on Ballistic Chronicles, if you want to support free speech and good hunting content in the internet age, look for our coffee and books at GaryLewisOutdoors.com. We have two coffees, 
ground in Seattle, Washington from Expedition Joe. One is a medium dark coffee called Frontier Roast. It's a good sipping coffee for deer camp and a great gift. The other is a dark roast called Fishing Central Oregon Reserve, and it's what I'm drinking right now. Great for cold mornings between fishing spots and a great spring bear hunt coffee. We recommend our latest book, Bob Nosler, Born Ballistic. You can find it on our website and on nosler.com and Amazon too. We have a limited supply of our new Ballistic Chronicles hip flask. You can package this with one of our classic deer hunting or John Nosler going ballistic books for only $15 more. If you want the Ballistic Chronicles hip flask, we make it real easy for you. Send me a note at Gary Lewis Outdoors at gmail.com.